Welcome to the Modern Mean Mom Podcast. We're your hosts, Chelsea and Melissa. We believe behind every well-adjusted human is a mean mom. We're students of respectful parenting and recovering children of the stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about generation. We're here to share our triumphs, our epic mom fails, and hopefully some laughs along the way. So settle in and let's get mean. Hey, Chelsea. (laughs) Hey, Melissa. How are you? I am amazing. (laughs) How are you? I took out the paint this morning at 8 a.m., so I'm that. Oh. Yeah. That is, I have had those days. That is a long day. You just look at each other at like 10.58 and you're like, is it bedtime? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. Days where I have to take the paint out before like 9 Mm a.m., I make an extra pot of coffee. Yeah. Because I just know. Oh, at least one, right? Good Lord. Anyway. So so this kind of is in alignment with like, I have a lot of stories for this topic that we're doing today. Rough housing. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe I should start. You go. Since I've got a house full of children you do <laughs> um, you're like the lady that lived with the shoe <laughs> so i told henry about that story the other day and he was like trolling me he was like mom that's you so yeah mouths of babes um that was like the first time my son asked me are you old i was like who you been talking to? When you <laughs> anyway, keep going. So rough house play is something that we experience on a daily basis. Yeah, you do. Um, I love it when my kids kind of find a true friend in one another and go off and play independently. I I just that's one of my favorite things of motherhood is like being able to sit back and listen to them playing like truly really playing with each other it's so fun um and i'm like so guilty of just getting on my phone and like recording like quietly in some of those moments because it's just beautiful it's what you could it's why you do what you do for right that's why we got into this game but a big part of that kind of stepping back and letting them um navigate play with one another is like fighting and 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 rough house play which might fall in the category mm-hmm. um what comes to mind for me is we got new toothbrushes which sounds like something so stupid like whatever but apparently to my children it was a really big deal because they came in four different colors <laughs> stupid me right like <laughs> yes so as they're trying to decide like who gets what color, like words get exchanged, who knows, like apparently now orange is George's favorite color or whatever, and they're on the floor. Maybe that's like fighting. That's not that's like rough fighting. House play, well roughhouse play is Give by, me the definition. By definition, it appears aggressive because it's like a it's a physical form of play. It's like play fighting, wrestling, 
jumping, chasing. It's physical play. But it's not play, actually But it's hurt. fun. And it's not, the intention behind it is not to hurt. Okay. So you are not playing with like a like a vicious intent. It so is this truly... is not the toothbrush incident <laughs> because that was like a whole different thing. Well, and that's the thing. Like roughhouse play can easily spill over to actual physical fighting where the intention is to hurt because uh, I think the line is very thin. Um, okay, I have my new story. All right, then. let's go. So this is less like the toothbrush incident and more like the plants versus zombie game that uh-huh. we play on a regular basis. Plants versus zombies is a like a video game, but not really, it's like a phone game that it's an app the youngins are into. <laughs> and you have to, like, use plants to fight the zombies from coming to eat your brains in your house. Okay. Makes sense, right? Yeah, totally. That's what <clears throat> I would do. Sure. Anyways, so I don't want my kids to be on their phones, like, all the time, super addicted, like me. So, <laughs> so I we turn them off, and they've taken to playing it in real life. Oh, boy. Which is actually really funny. <laughs> So they'll go in the backyard and some of them have to be zombies and some of them have to be like the plants <laughs> fighting the zombies. <laughs> and they just, they have like this whole thing. Um, and it can get like pretty rough because, I mean, you're supposed to kill the zombies. So they have to emulate that somehow. Yeah. So a lot right. of times I'll look out the window or like... Like around the corner in the backyard, and they're like on top of one each other, and it takes me a minute sometimes to kind of differentiate between whether it's fun play or whether they're fighting. Yeah. So I think that's roughhousing. That's right? roughhousing for yeah. sure. Um, so that happens every day. <laughs> well, and I love I love that story, and I love that you share that you really take the time to observe what's happening because roughhouse play is this, it can be this beautiful thing where kids get to like really learn Mm -hmm. how to enforce their own boundaries. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's like their opportunity with their peers to say like, no, I don't like that. Yes. Or, um, I I want to play like this, but you know I don't want to do that. You know, just different different physical uh, boundaries that sometimes they don't know they need to enforce until the mm-hmm. line has been crossed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you need to practice things to feel comfortable doing something. Right. So I I love the idea of giving my kids a safe space to to practice saying. No. Yeah. Don't touch me like that. Right. Don't do that to me. Right. You know, because yes. what could be more safe than with your brothers and sister? Well, and to <laughs> to uh, to add to your story, my son doesn't have brothers. I mean, he has your kids, mm-hmm. which I would call his extended brothers, and they are always roughhousing. Oh, for sure. Every time they get together. Um, so... Anytime we go to a playground or like a public space, um, sometimes my son will find a group of boys, you know, he'll just assimilate and uh, it 
turns into a game of tag and then next thing you know he's like wrestling so we were at the we were getting ice cream the other night and there's this like grassy area with these big rocks that Mm -hmm. like kids just like climb up and jump off of and play tag it's like a really nice area for kids to play and all the parents are just like sitting on the sidelines like having their coffees or their ice creams whatever my son immediately like becomes fast friends with this random little boy and they are just full on wrestling. They are yeah. like grappling. And like, your nose how to like wrestle. I feel wrestle. like I'm watching like a jujitsu YouTube uh, yeah. video. Like, like the they're problem. literally like the their feet are like rolling over each other's heads. <laughs> like they're hanging on each other's necks. And I'm sitting there watching and I'm just like, oh my goodness, like this is so rough. This is so rough. And I even know, like, okay, I'm going to observe and wait and, like, give my child the chance to, like, uh, you know, uh, say what is Mm -hmm. working for him and what isn't. And I know a lot of times we we like to intervene when we when we think danger is imminent, you know, Mm -hmm. like and sometimes when you look at roughhouse play, it's it's easy to fall into that category and say like hey, okay you guys stop you guys stop it's yeah. all fun and games until somebody gets hurt you know and it's like okay well maybe they were gonna continue playing fine and they're getting energy out and it's before bedtime and this is exactly what they need you know but like okay there's an extra layer when you're in public right yeah like how do you feel about because i know that when we have our play dates together I act a certain way. Right. Right? Like, like we're we comfortable. Kinda, we're comfortable. Yeah. I, like, let the kids act out what will happen. Right? right we right, kind of right. step back a little bit. But when I'm in public, I always feel this kind of pressure to respond. Like, I feel like it's not the kids. It's the mothers that are oh looking at me yes. to kind of, like, say something. Do you feel that? And does I that for affect sure do. your approach? <laughs> when I'm in public, I feel like... I feel so much pressure, whether it's there or not, right? Right, um, right, right, right. Just to, I don't know, just to kind of, like, uh, be be visible to everybody else. So, like, I'm mm, paying attention, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I see my child, and I'm watching, like, the play that's happening, and I'm not just, like, sitting on the side and ignoring yes. it, you know? Oh, because this is so random. Can yeah. I just say this? I was at the library today. Like, my, like catholic guilt (laughs) so i was at the library today and i was paying attention to my sons for a moment my eldest is into this like series and we had found like a bunch of chapter books that we were like really excited about Uh reading in the future we're like oh this is gonna be awesome and my youngest had climbed up on top of a table and was like she's one but she was like like twerking up on this table, like looking dangerous. Uh huh. And the librarian runs past me to my baby and is like, Oh my goodness, that's not safe. Where was your mom? Oh my God. And I wanted to, like, I was like, Oh, I just got in trouble with the librarian. I was like, No, I was watching. She's just really, really a good climber. She's very safe. Yeah. But she's adventurous. I, I felt like I had just gotten in trouble. So that is the, the so real, though. That is, is so real. Is really real. Whereas maybe if I was by myself, I would have not done a thing. 
Yeah. Honestly. Well, and I can tell you, like, the rye rye perspective on that would to, like, yeah, like, observe. And if they can get up, they can usually get down. Kids are amazing. Just their control of their physical bodies. um, You know, they're going to make mistakes, but I feel like when they make when they make a mistake they are they learn from it mm-hmm. and they they approach things in a different way you know mm-hmm. they're, they're they're little scientists so it's like um anyway um <laughs> that was i no i that is so real because i was at the playground a different playground with my son like a couple weeks ago <laughs> this poor mom she was just trying to sit back and like catch up with her friend mm-hmm. and I walk into the playground and this someone's like grandma is just like yelling, whose children are this? Whose child is this? Whose child is this? They are not playing safe. There's somebody's going to get hurt. Oh, God. And this lady like runs up. She's like, I'm their mom. Yes. What's going oh, on? Oh, yeah. You just instantly are and like, oh, my gosh, I'm in this trouble. This lady's like, they're bum rushing each other down the slide. And da, 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 da. like somebody like a little kid was crying. These were like older kid like. Like like Henry's age, uh-huh. like like six and up, okay, um, and they were like roughhousing on the slide, and one of the little girls was not enjoying that kind of play and didn't know how to voice that, so she ended up like at the bottom of the slide crying, but like all of a sudden, this poor mom is like being yelled at for like not <laughs> paying attention to her kids, um, and I just felt so bad, and I like wanted I wanted so badly to like go over to her and be like. I get it. I've mm-hmm. been there, you know. But yeah, I mean, in a public in a public place, I think the thing that like unites us all as parents, I believe, is that we want our kids to have fun, right? We want them to get energy out. We want them to have fun. If we all want that, then we need to just like we need to let whatever is going to happen happen, right? Because it may not look like how we expect it to look like. You know, you take your kid to a playground and you're expecting them to just go ham on all the crazy equipment <laughs> and maybe they sit down and like divide wood chips for 20 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe they find a hill that they want to run up and down or maybe there's, you know, they sit in the sand pit and like dig in sand for however long and, you know, I, I've seen I've seen people and I've also been guilty of this too, but stepping in and saying, hey, why don't you go do this or why don't you go do that? Um, And there's a difference between like, hey, we're going to leave soon. So if there's something else you wanted to do, Mm -hmm. let's take some time now and explore that versus like, I don't like how you're choosing to play here. And I think you should do something more active or I think you should Mm -hmm. interact with the equipment or the kids differently, you know, and that's really like, I mean, that's one that's exhausting for the parent Two, you're invalidating your child's like instinctive, mm-hmm. uh, like self direction, mm-hmm. right? Like this is what I want to do at the playground. So, but you're telling me I don't know. You're telling me I'm not making the right choices. So, what message are you sending further? Right? You're, you're kind of saying, okay, you don't know how to make decisions for yourself when we go places. Mm-hmm. So in turn, that's gonna like keep coming up for that child if that's a pattern of behavior um and yeah for roughhouse play 
it's just one of those things that like people like kids have to get out of their systems like boys girls they all do it and like I say on a lot of things like intervention is robbing your kids of that time to really figure out not only themselves but like how to mm-hmm. interact in a group with people they don't know yeah with family with friends I mean just how you say we act differently mm-hmm. you know maybe our kids are feeling that too and they're they approach their friends differently than they do a stranger mm-hmm. you know I know I think at their core they just want someone to play with and like create a shared experience with um but I I definitely think my I can see my son being more adventurous like yeah. in that endeavor than like I am you know like mm-hmm. at a playground with other moms so I think my biggest well, takeaway from Rough House Play, and um, Brian Parenting really helped me kind of come to this roundabout conclusion, is I want to have the confidence that my kids will be confident yeah. enough to know their own boundaries mm-hmm. when I am not there. Right? Amen. Like, I want to know sending my first grader off to school. Like, if he gets in a situation where he feels, starts to feel uncomfortable, that he's going to be like, hey, nope, this is too much for me and you need to quit it. Mm-hmm. And I think that if I'm always stopping situations before they get to that point where he might feel some discomfort or things like, like right, you know, he'll never be able to practice that. Well, and also the flip side of that, too. Like, what if, like, what if your son or my son or any, you know, what if the child that we're talking about needs to, needs to hear other kids telling him, hey, that's right. too much, right? right? Like, you're being too much. Mm-hmm. If the parent or the caregiver is always stepping in before that moment comes, it's going to land differently, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, there have been a number of occasions where I've tried to instill, like, a lesson or... Um, even just get my child to like enjoy like a certain activity or mm-hmm. food, and until he sees a peer doing it, right, it doesn't stick, right, right. So not only like taking away the opportunity for our kids to and learn and enforce their boundaries, mm-hmm. but for the other child who needs to hear yeah. those boundaries being enforced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> No, for sure. I think, um, and, and I think like a lot of the kids who are usually guilty of crossing some of those lines with other kids, those are the ones that like need sometimes a sort of like taste of their own medicine, right? Oh, yeah. To sort of like calibrate their, um, calibrate their play. Well, like my son, for instance, is super rough, as we've alluded to. Um, he, he just like has these instincts of like a wrestler, you know, like he just loves, he loves to roughhouse play. Um, and I've always kind of felt like he never really has had anybody like come back at him with the same mm-hmm. energy to kind of give him that taste of his own medicine, so to say. And, you know, I don't want my son to get beaten up or anything, right, but, right, you know, just right. to like feel that regret, mm-hmm. like that physicalness coming towards him, you know, like where he's usually the one giving it. And at this public place we were at, like the ice cream place, um, this other boy entered like the play and he really wanted to fight. Like he was not, 
He was, he was not, not playful. He was he not rough. Was not play he play. Was, yeah. Like he was like squaring up to him, like he was in the Matrix, like show me your best move type of thing. <laughs> and my son just wanted to keep wrestling with this other kid, and this like older boy wouldn't take no for an answer. And they started, they started like chasing each other and playing tag. And well, I kind of looked away for a second, but I look back and I see this older kid like slap my son on the cheek, like. Mm-hmm basically like bitch slapped him across the face right and my son immediately like puts his head in his hands and starts crying and I'm like oh my god my baby like I gotta get up and my husband is like wait wait give him a minute like let's see what he does and the other the kid who slapped him like wasn't saying anything but he definitely looked like a little remorseful I think and the other boy that he had been playing with was like, are you okay? That was yeah. too rough. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. that type of thing. And my son was just crying and crying. And I looked at the clock and I was like, you need, like, we have to go get him. We need to get home and like start the bedtime routine. So my husband went to go get him. And then he was crying because he didn't want to leave the play. Mm-hmm. Not because oh, of the slap. Anymore. Yeah. So it was like, it was a lot, it was a lot of emotions for my little guy to process. Um, And that's when I tried to employ like the name it to tame it strategy from the whole brain child, which is where you like retell the events um, so that they can process it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I think he, I think he was like, oh, very overwhelmed by the Mm -hmm. situation and getting hurt like that. Um, But then part of me was also like. Okay, well, now you see how it can go. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe you'll, maybe yeah. you won't push as hard mm-hmm. with some people next time. I don't know. And it's life. It's life. It's life. And it's learning. And it's growing. And it's a reminder for us as the caregiver that we really aren't in control of every single moment. And so the emphasis is on empowering our kids yes rather than controlling the environment and we're not we're not wrapping them in bubble wrap and sending them out into the world right so as much as we maybe wish we could like uh, at times yes but you're right yeah so roughhouse play let it happen it's important it's normal it's expected from boys and from girls and it looks scary to us from the outside looking in, but it's empowering to it's them. It's empowering and really, like, just put the trust in your child, you know? Trust in your child to uh, to to feel when it's enough mm-hmm. and to hopefully say, you know, say when it's enough. Yeah. And if you need to intervene, you'll know. You'll know when you need to intervene, I feel like. And I think... Um, but maybe wait a couple minutes. When, when you <laughs> intervene, when you intervene, the, the, you should focus on not like squelching the situation as much as helping your kid verbalize yes. their desires. Like, well, and that's when we go back to sports casting, right? So then you can, you can say what you are seeing and you can help your kid kind of process what's going on and 
yeah. help them connect their emotions to what's going on. That's been a big shift for me because I used to be like, stop it. Stop it. Everybody <laughs> just stop it. Like, stop it. You need, leave them alone. Just go. And I feel like right. now I feel like I'm getting a little bit more out of these kind of situations when the line gets crossed because I come in and I'm like, hey, do you not like that? He's doing something and you don't seem to like it. What can you say to him? Oh, for sure. And then I'm like kind of making my own child aware of their own boundaries and helping them to verbalize them. And I feel good about that, especially for whatever reason, like with, you know, my little girl when we get to that point. <laughs> Just oh, yeah. Because, you know, you worry about this, that, and the other. But, yeah. It's easy to want to um, intervene when your little girls are... Yeah. In there too. That's a whole nother conversation. But um yeah, for now just know that it's it's normal. It's good. Like even. you said, it's good. I mean it gets energy out. <laughs> which I'm all about that. Yeah. So that's all I got to say about it, Chelsea. All right. Until next time. Stay mean. Stay mean. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Modern Mean Mom podcast. Check out our Patreon and consider supporting us so we can continue putting out great content. Follow us on Instagram at Modern Mean Mom or email us at modernmeanmom at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. It takes a village. Thanks for being a part of ours.